You're listening to the Umphrey Parents Podcast, episode 025. You're seen to chat about parenting, life, and of course, Humphreys McGee. I'm your host, Sarah Jahimiak, successful event planner, first solo female podcast host in the jam music scene, mom of three, wife, and total Umphrey. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the podcast. Um, I hope everyone had a really nice Thanksgiving weekend, if you celebrate. My family and I had an amazing weekend away at our villa in ski country. My husband took the kids sledding. Um, We enjoyed our Thanksgiving dinner, had awesome conversations together, watched Christmas movies, and just really enjoyed each other's company. Um, You know, it was really nice. We are all really very full in our daily schedule, so it was very nice to be able to slow down for a few days and really reconnect with each other. Um, And I totally got to take a nap in the middle of the day. Um, If you are a parent, you know exactly how much of a treat that really is. If you follow me on any of my personal social media accounts, I shared a ton of photos of our amazing villa. So grateful for the opportunity to reconnect with my family and have that amazing weekend. Because of our trip last week, um, the show was a re-airing of fan favorite episode four, which featured an on-this-day discussion from 6-19-2015 at J-Peak Vermont in J-Vermont, as well as my interview with Humphrey's road merch guy, Sam Sutton. Great interview and episode, and if you did not check it out, I will link that in the show notes so you can give it a listen. Before we dive in, I did want to quickly mention that there is now an Umfreak Parents podcast website, your source for all the episodes and information about the show, and coming soon, a blog and some merch. If you would like to submit some writing to the blog, all of the information where to reach the show can be found by clicking on the contact tab on the website. Also, if you're into the show, I would greatly appreciate it if you could give the show a review. It helps other like-minded parents find the show, and be sure to subscribe as well so that you never miss a new episode when they drop. This week's episode, I will be talking about one of my favorite shows and one that I was also in attendance for, March 4th, 2010, at the Town Ballroom in Buffalo, New York. According to All Things Umphreys, there has only been one show that has been played on November 27th, which would be the date that this podcast is airing. Way back in 1998 at Elbow Room in Chicago, that show was only one set, although the note on All Things Umphreys makes mention that there may have been a second set. The first set of the show featured Front Porch, Hangover, Phil's Farm, Rosanna by Toto, the Other Side of Things, DBK, Sissy Strut by The Meters, FF, Nachos for Two, and Rebubula by Mo. Um, I was unable to find a recording of this show, but would love to give it a listen if anyone has a copy. Um, please reach out to the show and let me know. Um, how you can contact the show um, can be found in the show notes. So let's dive in. March 4th, 2010, the band played at the Town Ballroom in Buffalo, New York. They have played at the Town Ballroom a total of eight times, first time being September 27th, 2006, and they have not been back since October 26th, 2013. 
I've personally seen them at this venue a total of five times, um, as it's only 20 minutes from my house. While it is a total shithole, which is how Chris affectionately called it when we talked about the venue, um, it also has a lot of memories for me, um, not only seeing Umphreys there, but a lot of other bands too, um, I saw my first Mo show there, I've seen Pigeons there, I've seen so many other bands there, so many. Um, the band has played in Buffalo, New York a total of 33 times, first time being way back in 1999 on June 29th at Calumet Arts Cafe, and most recently this past summer on June 28th at Canal Side. I will actually link to the episode where I chat about the most recent Buffalo show in the show notes, so you can give that a listen. Before we really dive into this episode, I do want to mention I do have a cold. Um, My lovely children and husband were so generous to share their cold with me after we came back from our weekend away, Um, so I do sound congested, and my throat is not the best. Um... But I am going to power through and still record this. Um, so I'm sorry if my voice sounds really awful. Um, Tis the season for colds, of course. Um, anyway, so this show opens with a very romantic jazz odyssey that switches gears a little over four minutes in, starts to get a little heavy, very rock, and then switching it up and building it up to slide right into glory. As I said before, love everything about this tune. But I will say that it is interesting to listen to this one from 2012. And then if you listen to one from this year, any of them, you could pick. And you can hear the difference in Jake's playing and his confidence of where he carries this song. This version, while it's still good, is almost, I feel, played super safe on Jake's part. Definitely they have not grown into this song as a band as they have now, and you can totally tell with this version. They do take this one at about three minutes in, down a different path to prepare to go into the junk. I love how dirty this one gets a little before five minutes in, and then how it just goes on this really sexy sort of path, and then changes its mind and starts to go down an almost whimsical sort of dream sequence path, and then starts to slowly almost rotate and then goes on to gain momentum. They set it all the way down to this sweet little tune that carries it into Party and Peeps. I remember just absolutely dancing my ass off during the end of this. The build up a little before four minutes in, and then it just stacks up and up and up and explodes back into the song. Just a jam to dance it all out, which is one of my favorite forms of stress relief for sure. And I think that it's so cool that this show was almost nine years ago. A lot has happened personally in my life. And when I listened to this again, I was instantly taken back to that moment in time. I could see it in my mind, the venue, the people I was with, and moments of the band jamming on stage. I think it's so amazing that music does that to you. Not just a song that brings back a memory, but a song from a show that will take you right back, transport you back to that moment in time. Just amazing. Um, A sexy little blue echo sandwich here with 
starts to gain its legs only a little after two minutes in and continues to chug along where it starts to slowly gain some more traction and speed a little over six minutes in, taking it down a dancier path for the last two minutes of the song, and then bringing the little journey to an almost abrupt stop, and then taking, as I imagined when I was listening to it, one giant step forward and stepping right into No Comment. The first time that this one was played as a full song, formerly known as Pop-Tart. This song has now been played a total of 46 times, most recently January 21st of this year at the Beacon Theater. I honestly would not be mad if this one was dusted off during the New Year's Eve run. Love this one too. Then they take it back into Blue Echo that starts to get funky about five minutes in and then continues to gain some traction, breaking down for a minute before picking it back up for a little bit starting to lay it down, but only so they can move right along into Turn and Run. Love the lyrics of this tune so much. And then they take that one back into Jajunk without skipping a beat to rage out the first set. The second set of this one is honestly where it's at, and I will link where you can listen to the whole show, because for the sake of time, only the first set of this will be played at the end of this episode. Anyway, the second set opens with Plunger, then a cover of Abacab by Genesis, one they have covered a total of 16 times. The last time was May 26, 2017 at Summer Camp Music Festival. First time they ever gave this one a spin was during the New Year's Eve run at the Aragon Ballroom on December 29, 2006. Genesis is another band that is really great for them to cover, and there are so many Genesis tunes that I can think of that would be great for them to cover. Um, Anything from Selling England by the Pound or even um, The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway, which may be my favorite Genesis song. Maybe. Hard to pick a favorite. (laughs) Um, They give this one the Umphreys treatment and getting grimy and weird a little before four minutes in and takes it down this really weird path. I imagine... Um, like a very dark, full of authority sort of feeling um, going on here in the song. Very forceful in the path that is forging ahead. And then raging on to go headfirst back into the song. Love this cover so much. Ride on Pony. This one they have only played a total of 13 times. Last time being played this year, August 17th, 2018 in Miami Beach. Preamble Mantis, which both of those and the turn and run in the first set were still very young in their lives at this point. The Mantis album being released on January 20th, 2009, so a little over a year old. Um, That's one of the other things that I really love about listening to older shows, remembering where these songs started out and how they have grown over the years. Um, I kind of equate it to looking at old photo albums of your kids and seeing how much they've grown. Um, This Mantis will remain unfinished, only temporarily, switching gears entirely to go into the Pequod and then taking it back into the beautiful tail end of Mantis. Beautiful, beautiful sandwich. No opener, then taking it a different way and playing End of the Road. Search for, which is 
also looking to be dusted off, last played this year, January 12th in Cincinnati. Another one I would not be mad if they dusted off during the New Year's Eve run. And a cover of Burning Down the House by the Talking Heads to close out the second set. This cover is the bust out of the evening, a 559 show gap. The last time being played before this show was September 3rd, 2005 at the Skyline Stage at Navy Pier in Chicago. The band has done this cover a total of 25 times, and it has been on the shelf since April 20th, 2012, when it was last played at Stubbs Barbecue in Austin, Texas. Totally love the dance party that this turns into a little after four minutes in. Talking Heads, another really great band for them to cover for sure. A dancier than usual triple wide with a little stairway to heaven teased at the end as an encore to close out the entire show. I will put a link to where you can check out the set list closer and where you'll be able to check out the second set of this show as well because it definitely deserves a listen. And the first set of this show will be played right now.
Buffalo, what is happening?
champion.